Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy on. I just met him. We've become fast friends. He's a guy who is a former NYPD cop. His name is Sal Greco. Sal, first of all, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, it's great to be here, Joe. You know, we're fellow paisans. We're also both uh, FOSs, friends of Stone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. if you're a friend of Stone, you're, you're okay in my book, that's for sure. I'm from New York yeah. originally, from Metro New York, although I'm from Long Island. Um, uh-huh. so, so I'm not from one of the boroughs. But, I mean, I think there were kindred spirits in that way. My, my father and all of his brothers and everybody else were all firefighters, so I come from civil servants. Always had a great affinity for cops and NYPD, especially because... The job is thankless. I mean, you guys work your asses off to try to keep this gigantic eight to nine million people city, you know, safe and secure. And it just seems to be you, you never even get a pat on the back. So let's just start there. I want to get into your case in a second. But what are your feelings about how people even view cops in this day and age? And the way that we see them is being forced by the media, by big government, and everybody else. How do you how do you see how the people of New York are looking at the NYPD? Well, you know, Joe, it's, uh, I, I worked for 14 years there, and when I first started working there, it was a, a completely different environment almost. It's like night and day. It's like two decades ago at this point. And it's like when I first got on the job, it was very much, you know, people still came up to you and said, hey, you know, thank you for being on the corner. Thank you for being here in the neighborhood. We really, we, we really need to, you know, we want to feel safe, and yeah. it's nice to have, uh, you know, you, you guys on the corner. And then little by little, under the Obama administration, because he, he became president in 2008. Right. So 2009, 2010, 2011, as the years went on, that divide started with the, the communities and the police. And it got like very, very hard to even try to speak to people. They, 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 they saw us as the enemy and yeah. not as the people that are actually trying to help and be a mediator in the neighborhood between Who's the who's the uh, the criminal in the street and who's the working Joe? And, you know, it's just a completely different environment that in New York City as a whole since, you know, Bill de Blasio, you know, yeah. the, the most famous guy in Boston uh, became the mayor. I mean, it was just downhill. It's uh, Sal Greco. He's a former NYPD uh, officer. He's uh, also he's got a website called HelpThisNYCop.com. HelpThisNYCop.com. I'll tell you why he, he needs your help in just a minute. When Rudy Giuliani came in, um, he cleaned up the streets. He cleaned up. He got all the smut out of there. Got all the hookers out of there. Got all the the device that they got uh, taken care of was big time. It took down the the New York crime families, which was something that nobody thought he could do. And there was a real relationship between cops and residents because since that time, Sal, until recently, I'd never heard of a drive-by shooting in New York City. All of a sudden, you've got drive-by shootings. All of a sudden, the guy delivering food on his bicycle is being shot for his bicycle. You've got you've got homeless people laying in the streets and defecating everywhere. Nobody seems to care. What was the change? What happened? I think it's just uh, basically politics. Yeah. The politics of New York City changed. Back at least in the times of Rudy Giuliani, the city council would at least uh, agree to some of the terms that Rudy Giuliani as a mayor put out. Yeah. They were very much uh, against crime. They were very much pro-law enforcement. And we're not saying the cops should go out in the street and beat people and do things not. like that. But you need law and order. And, you know, Bill de Blasio was really, I mean, you know, from Michael Bloomberg to Bill de Blasio, there was a tremendous gap. You had all these radicals elected to the city council. And to this day, they're still, you know, harping the drumbeat of we need to defund the police. Uh, You know, all the all the rules that they're never going to take this bail reform out. It's just it's going to be if it ever happens, it's going to be a miracle at this point. And again, it's 
straight politics. And as you know, our good friend Roger, the wise man, Roger Stone, he was very involved in New York politics. And he would always tell me to this day, it's very, it's New York is a very complicated and corrupt state. Right. And it's so hard to break this mold that's been there. It's been there for so long that the, the city politics and it's just you see it play out every day. You could even say, look, look Eric Adams, he was elected. He was a, a former police officer. He spent 22 years in the police department. And even he does have his hands full with the city council in Albany. They don't want to hear anything about uh, you know, law and order or bail reform. They don't want to hear anything. They're all in cahoots to say, we like total chaos. That's what New York City it's has. It's so become. weird. I mean, why we would want that in the greatest city on the planet is crazy to me. It's Sal Greco. He's got a Rumble channel. It's The Sal Greco, S-A-L-G-R-E-C-O. And uh, you can go to his website, Help this NYCOP, cop. Uh, dot com. Help this uh, nycop.com. Let's get into your story. You've mentioned a couple of times you and I are friends with Roger Stone. Um, I, I have not suffered any ramifications because of my friendship with Roger. He's a great mind. He's a great guy. I like just chatting with him about wardrobe. You, you know, he's just a good guy. Yeah. You're friends with him. And I'm, I take it somebody found out or the higher ups found out and brought up some rule that I'd never heard of that you can't have a friend who is a former convicted felon. Fill me in on what happened when this was even brought to your attention. Okay, so well, this came about was uh, right after January 6th, okay. and there was a letter written that stated that I wanted a, it's a blank letter, and it just said that I wanted, along with an officer from the 60th precinct that I don't even know who this person is, that we wanted to, a civil war in this country, whatever that means. What? This sparked a 19-month odyssey with the NYPD. It was uh, multiple interviews. Uh, they followed me around with, a, with one of their guys in a the car. They uh, they transferred me to the Bronx, where I spent months in the Bronx as a mini punishment without even going to a department trial yet. Then I went to the department trial. In this trial, we ended up finding out they used something that's called the New York City Administrative Code 14-137A. It's an administrative subpoena, but they made my case criminal, which is illegal. So they used an illegal. What, what, was, what was the crime, Sal? I'm not following. They, what was the crime? They originally made the case criminal. I believe they believe they thought that they had some kind of connection between me, Roger, and the Capitol riot. Were you, were you so, in D.C. on January 6th? We were together in D.C. in January 5th and 6th. We I was there for the uh, the speech that Roger gave uh, at night. Yeah. I also gave another speech in January 5th. January 6th. We were in the hotel room. We never left. We never went to the ellipse. We were not involved in any 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 illegal acts at the Capitol. Right. I myself have never even been to the Capitol. The closest has been being at the Willard Hotel. I've never been to this building. So I believe they thought that they had a catch-all. They said, hey, we have this guy. He's a cop, and you know we're, we're going to get him for this. So they made the case criminal. But when you make the case criminal, everything has to go through the district attorney's office. And at this point, to this the entire investigation, as we, it was revealed, that they never did this. They used an administrative code. They used so these subpoenas to get my record for Verizon and uh, social media and the Willard Hotel, but you can't do. You have to make this criminal. So that in itself was illegal. And then very recently, as you stated, they have a rule that says you cannot. It's a patrol guy procedure okay. with no exceptions. You cannot wrongfully. Uh, associate, not wrongfully, knowingly associate with someone who's likely to have engaged in or engaged in criminal activities, i.e., they're claiming Roger. Come on. Because he was convicted in D.C. 
And then later on, it was part in which they don't really care. They just don't like I believe they just don't like him or his politics. But we have this problem where very recently the NYPD invited Cardi B, who is a convicted criminal and also a known gang member, which is also another patrol guy procedure that states you cannot be involved with somebody who's part of a hate group or a gang. She's a member of the Bloods, self-admitted as well. And she was there for an event called Girl Talk. Come on. Now, the, the, the piece of the, 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 the most important part here is obviously someone had to have approved this. So the police commissioner, who's the head of the agency, would have had to approve this. I mean, that is the assumption here. She's the head of the NYPD. And also the chief of the police academy who was pictured with her, along with many other police officers, civilians, the janitor, everyone is in the building that's an employee for the NYPD cannot associate with her and they were pictured with her. So the question now is, you want to be the moderator of the content here right. because you're trying to say, well, Mr. Greco was terminated because we didn't like his association with Roger Stone. But on the other hand, we don't mind being associated with Cardi B because she could come to the police academy as a reformed criminal. But that's crazy. Who still, by the way, has an active uh, case. You still have to do police, uh, the uh, not police. She has to do the community service. Roger, on the other, I don't know. Maybe does Roger need to come to the police academy and twerk all over the building like she was? <laughs> I, I, I please, don't get it. Please I, no. I, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask that that not happen. To be honest, with you. I love Roger. I don't want to see that. It's Sal Greco. He's a former NYPD cop. Go to helpthisnycop.com. Helpthisnewyorkcop.com. Um, it's his website. He's got a Rumble channel. The Sal Greco, uh, or uh, go go and follow him there too. Also on Twitter and Instagram. I don't think I follow you, Sal, but I will right after we get done here. T h e s a l g r e c o over on social media. So let's go back a little bit because she said that they were doing a criminal investigation, which is the only way they can get warrants to go and, and get all your private stuff that, you know, nobody should be able to get your your, your Willard Hotel or Verizon records unless there's a, a crime that's being alleged. Did they ever allege a crime or were they just saying you broke a policy? They're saying I broke a policy. So they, they can't they, do all that. They Well, here's the thing. They wrote on the paperwork on narcotics. And then during the department trial, when my lawyer at the time had asked them, they're narcotics. Did you ever allege that Mr. Greco was on narcotics? The investigator on the stand that was testifying, he stated no. So we then further asked, so did you ever suspect Mr. Greco of narcotic usage? The answer was no. And then they asked the final one, did you ever drug test Mr. Greco for narcotics use? The answer was no. So they basically pulled narcotics out of, out of thin air, put it on the subpoena, and that's how. That's why, cops, and that, that's why the judge said it was a crime. That's, well, it, that's what it is. And Anyone, that's how you get the warrant. It's a warrant, but it's not a real warrant. It's an administrative subpoena. And the NYPD has abused this for many years. In fact, they used this in the New York Post case a couple of years ago on, on some journalists. Wow. And they got caught with that. So I don't know how they're continuing to do this and nobody's stepping in or saying anything about it. Yeah, you know, well, and, well, why did you get fired? Obviously, that case went away. You won that case. They were not able to prosecute a case that wasn't a crime anyway. So was it simply they said, you are no longer working here because you know Roger Stone? Yeah, they basically, what they're terming me for was they said that I was uh, wrongfully and knowingly associating with someone that is likely to engage or engage in criminal activity. That's stating Roger. They also said I was, I was as, get this uncompensated security for January 5th and 6th. Stop it. Because that, yeah, they, they have said 
I was his security. I lost count how many times they asked me if I was his security. And then they hit me with a misleading statement because that's the only way they could actually terminate you saying, oh, misleading statement. So they'll say you're supposed to lose 20 days for saying you're associating with someone, another 10 days or whatever for the made up charge of uncompensated security, which is not in the patrol guide, may I add, because they really wanted to say you were doing off-duty employment. But me and Roger are friends. Everyone knows we're friends. There's never been any money transaction. And then finally, the misleading statement would be, were you his security? No, uh, you're lying to us. So once again, it's all arbitrarily saying this. Well, well, well Sal, I got to ask you this. I mean, uh, uh, cops, uh, they, they moonlight all the time. Are you not allowed to work outside of the police, o- uh, the, the police officer's duties? I'm not saying that you were his security. I don't think that you were. I'm a big guy. If I were with Roger and somebody, you know, try to attack him, I would help him because he's my friend. I wouldn't be his security. So um, it, even if you were, though, is that against the rules? You can't be off-duty security for someone unless you put in paperwork. You okay. have to fill out some paperwork as far as the CP Sparma is concerned. But you can be friends with who you want. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not my fault. I'm six foot three and I train <laughs> six days a week. It's right. not my I mean, just because I look like something, your assumption, you're assuming something that doesn't exist. And they ran with this assumption and they didn't care if they had any facts behind it. They just said it's it's a fact. That's the so, problem. So on the dismissal, what do they, they they write actually this whatever that rule was, and, and they say that you were knowingly associating with somebody who could or who has committed crimes? Engaged in, engaged in criminal activity, correct. Yeah, and but the guy's been pardoned. I mean, his record is clearer than Cardi B's. Oh, here's the best here's the best part, Joe. During my trial, <laughs> while we were there, they got a letter from the Justice Department that stated that even though you are pardoned, you still technically are a convicted felon. It was a whole two pages. Stop it. In the paper. They actually Stop had this it. in my trial. Well, I, I think to, to get the pardon, you have to admit you did something. But the pardon does, in fact, alleviate everything. It was more than a commutation. He literally pardoned Roger Stone, didn't he? He did get pardoned. First, he was commuted. He right. Had commute, and then he was pardoned. Right. He, so basically, That's it. It's done. You, your record is clean. As far you're still on the books. Technically, you're convicted. Right. He was convicted. I mean, we historically can't pretend he wasn't. I get that. But his but, record is clear, clearer than Cardi B's. Yes. He can he can fly on a plane. He yeah. can get a firearm. He can vote. So all of these things are wiped out. Cardi B still is a convicted criminal. But the worst, the make it worse is she is also a gang member. And the the, the most disgraceful. She, she's never disavowed that. No. And the most is she still to this day raps songs. She's very adversarial to the police department, as you know. But what makes this very sickening here, Joe, is that she was allowed to be in a secure police facility. Wow. So they knowingly already wrongfully knowingly know that she's a criminal and she's a gang member. And they let her into a secure police facility. So anybody who made that decision to let her in should be fired. Anybody who took pictures with her should be fired. They're all knowingly associating with this person who, by the way, hates them. I'll never understand why you would even invite her there, but that's not the main story today. Uh, go and, and, uh, and help them out. Help this NYCOP.com. Help this NYCOP.com. It's Sal Greco. Uh, Sal, I've got about a minute or so left. So you, you're suing. Do you want your job back? Do you want compensation? What, what do you want? Well, Joe, I mean, they, they threw my reputation in the toilet. Yeah. I can't get a job anywhere. I mean, everywhere I go was was at least for the last two years. Oh, there goes that insurrectionist or there goes wow. that, that the uncompensated security. I want my good name back. You know, I want at least there's damages here. 
Yes. And I want the right to, you know, I, I was a police officer. I like to have an ID that says at least that I was a member of the New York City Police Department. But more importantly, I just want my name back because I have people that still that they believe in me. I mean, I lost my father in the midst of this. I still believe and I'm, I want to do this. I want to win, not just for the people and yeah. everyone that supported me, but for my father who passed away in the middle of this, unfortunately. And the police department really didn't care that that happened. I'm sorry about your loss, and I hope that you win the suit. Is the suit in the court now? It's been filed. Have you had a court date yet? What happens next? Yes, well, uh, after they just accepted my amendment today that features a whole section about Cardi B, so nice. it's a comparable argument because you can't just say, we don't like Roger Stone, but we like Cardi B. So that's in the lawsuit that was filed today. And to this day, I understand still that the city has until May 19th for a motion to dismiss. But obviously, they've had now a few days with this amended complaint, and there's been no answer from them. If it, does, if it doesn't get dismissed, I, I, I'll bet they offer you a settlement. And here's why. We're starting to get the truth about January 6th. We're starting to get all these 40,000 hours of video is now available. We now know that Roger Stone has been alleviated of anything having to do with January 6th. So there's no way you should be on the hook for anything. I, I'm betting that they'll try to settle. And I think that they should do right by you. I'm so sorry this happened, Sal. Oh, thank you, Joe, and uh, thank you to everyone out there that has supported me and has believed in me. It's been, uh, it means a lot to me. You know, I go to church every Sunday with Roger, and I'm, uh, I'm, I put all my faith in Christ. And you know, that's all you could do is put your faith in Christ, and hopefully, you know, justice will prevail in this case. Absolutely, former NYD, uh, NYPD cop Sal Greco. Help this NYCop.com. His uh, channel on Rumble is uh, the Sal Greco. Sal, come back again. I really appreciate you coming on today. I will, Joe, and you know, uh, you know, we're paisan, so whenever you want, we'll <laughs> have some espresso. It would know, be great. You go. No, I would love it. We'll definitely do that. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. We appreciate uh, former NYPD cop Sal Greco coming on, telling his story. You can go to uh, helpthisnycop.com, helpthisnycop.com, and go find out more about his story, maybe support him as well. We're back after this. A whole lot more show to come. Keep it here. This is The Joe Pegg Show.